Today, I want us to, 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 to cue our, our focus in on Psalm 103. This message kind of jumped out at me as I was reading through my one-year Bible. Every year, I try to read through the Bible, and this little Bible helps me to do it, okay? I know there's different ways to read through your Bible. You have little charts. You have different things. Well, this Bible, actually, each day, you have a little different reading to do, and that just works better for me. So I was reading through that, and I came across Psalm 103, and, and just something leaped out off at it on me, and, and, and I just began to think about that. And, and in the spirit of thanksgiving, I believe it's an amazing, for us, amazing thing for us to look at. But I'm going to back up a little bit, and we're going to start in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. Now, um, next Sunday, I'm actually going to be cooking and all those different things, so we're going to have a special speaker. And he may refer to this scripture because when you're doing a Thanksgiving message, you have to include this scripture. So this is kind of my Thanksgiving message for the year, so let's get it get it out the way. First Thessalonians chapter number five, we're going to look at just uh, two short, three short verses, 16 through 18. The King James version says this, rejoice evermore. I could camp out there for a little while. I could talk to you a little bit about that. Rejoice when things are good. Rejoice when things are bad. Rejoice when everything's working out for you. Rejoice, Miss Robin, when nothing's working out for you. The Bible says rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Rejoice that you are a Christian. Rejoice for all the blessings coming your way. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. We need to do more of that. You know, I say it all the times. We know more about prayer than we practice it. We need to do that more often. Pray without ceasing. And then verse 18, in everything, say everything. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, people always want to know what the will of God is. People will go all over the place to try to get a word from the Lord so that they'll know what the will of God is. Well, guess what? If you want to know the will of God, get in the word of God. Say that again. Boy, that sounded good. That wasn't even in my notes. If you want to, if somebody want to tweet that for me, that's good. If you want to know the will of God, get in the word of God. Amen. And here is what the word of God tells us about the will of God. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. Because this, my friends, is the will of God for your lives. Let's pray today that the Lord would help us to give thanks in all things, that the Lord would help us to be a thankful people, not just at Thanksgiving, not just when we're going to have a big old uh, meal together, not just when the saints win, and I sure hope they do in about an hour, but in everything, in every part of our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we praise you. We thank you that you're a God of miracles. I pray today, Lord God, that you would speak to our hearts and help us, Lord God, to realize that we are such a blessed people. Touch us today, strengthen us today, and use us for your glory. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And everybody would say, amen. Amen. So with that as our backdrop, in all things we should be giving thanks, let's go to Psalm 103. Psalm 103 was written by David. And, um, and King David was coming toward the end of his life, and uh, he was beginning to, be, um, to reflect a little bit. He was beginning to, to look back. You know, as we get toward the end of something, we're able to look back and, and learn some lessons. On the ride back from our football game Friday night, I was talking with some of the coaches, and, and we began to reflect a little bit. And we said, you know what? been a good season. We had some great highs. We had some wonderful experiences. We've learned some valuable lessons. And isn't that what life's all about? 
You have some good experiences. You have your tough experiences. Hopefully you learn a few lessons along the way. And, um, and, and it's a great time to reflect. And King David had got to that point in his life. He was beginning to reflect. He was beginning to think back over a life that he had lived. And, and he began to think about how the Lord was such a big part of his life. Guys, I got to tell you, the Lord is a big part of every one of our lives. Now, some of us, we've been serving the Lord long enough, we realize that some of us are not so far along in our spiritual journey, but God is just as much a part of your life as he is a part of mine. I just seem to recognize it a little bit more. You know, Fabian, God had been a part of your life for many, many years. You just began to realize it the last year or so because God's grace is on us. God's blessings is on us. God has a plan for each and every one of us here today. Amen? So as David grew in his walk with the Lord, as David got toward maybe the end of his life, he began to be a little reflective, began to reflect a little bit on his life. And Psalm 103 is kind of a reflection on a life well lived. So let's read it today. I'm actually reading out of the New Living Translation because that happens to be the translation of my year Bible. And here's what it says. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation. Verse 1, David says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins. He heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death. He crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagle's. Let's take a closer look at this little psalm and and see how in light of Thanksgiving, in light of all the good things God has done for me, how you and I, like David, should take on that same spirit of let's give thanks to the Lord. While I'm reading that, let me read uh, the way the King James writes. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Now that might bring back some memories, huh? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hey guys, as parents, you ever had to repeat yourself? Absolutely. We've all had to repeat ourselves, okay? Sister Annalie, you ever have to repeat yourself with Brother Bernie? Oh yeah, okay. Don't, don't look at him like that. Don't look at him in that tone of voice, okay? But look, we've all had to repeat ourselves, you know? Uh, you've probably heard it said that women use twice as many words as men. Have you ever heard that? My wife, Seth, says it's because she has to repeat herself. Okay. Now there's some truth to that. Okay. But how many know we men hear you the first time we're just needing a little more time to formulate our answer. Okay. I hear most of the time the first time, but it's kind of like a pop quiz. I didn't study for Nick. So I'm like, what'd you say? That just buys me a little bit more time. Some of you guys are like, pastor, why are you giving away our secrets? Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, But here's the deal. We've all had to repeat ourselves, okay? David repeats himself because he wants to hammer home the point. We should be about the business of blessing the Lord. We need to realize how much he has blessed us and how much we should reciprocate by blessing him. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that was within me. Don't hold anything back. Give God everything. Give God your best. You know, guys, sometimes we, we go through the motions, okay? 
Let's, let's think about Monday mornings at work. How many at Monday mornings at work sometimes go through the motions? Yeah, sometimes. Come on, Ronnie. You're driving a truck. You're going through the motions. Okay, you're just, somebody fix the sunshine bridge, please. Okay, we, we all go through the motions sometimes. When it comes to blessing the Lord is not the time to go through the motions. Amen? You know, last night, if you watched the LSU game, it seemed like they were just kind of going through the motions, huh? I mean, they won, but it was an ugly win, okay? Now, I guess that ugly win beats last Saturday's ugly loss, okay? But it looked like they were just going through the motions, okay? And what did our running back do? Did he, like, blow out his Achilles like Des Bryant before he got to the end zone? What was up with that, okay? It's like they were going through the motions, okay? When it comes to blessing the Lord, let's not go through the motions, amen? You know, guys, there are times that we come together on Sunday mornings and we're a little tired. I know that. Some of us were up kind of late. Some of us have got a bunch of things on our mind and we don't truly bless the Lord like we should. Let's learn from King David. Let's learn from a man after God's own heart to bless the Lord with all that is within us. Amen? So he tells us that twice because we can be hard-headed sometimes. Okay? We can be hard-headed sometimes. And then he begins to tell us about why we should bless the Lord. Okay? And these are the reasons why we should bless the Lord. Starting in verse number 2. May I never forget the good things he does for us. I'm going to read to you a little bit out of this commentary by, uh, by, by Charles Spurgeon on this one psalm. And he talks about memory. And he talks about how... Um, well, let me just read it, okay? May we never forget the good things he does for us. Think about this, guys. Think about this. By a strange perversity caused by the fall, our memory is, a tr- is treacherous about the best things. It treasures garbage and permits priceless treasures to lie neglected. Think about that for a minute. Thinking about our memories it, it, it treasures garbage and permits priceless treasures to lie neglected. The memory is tenacious of grievances and holds benefits all too loosely. Well, we never forget that person who said that ill word against us, huh? We never forget that person who wronged us. We never forget that. But boy, we forget all the times we've been blessed. What's the matter with that? Okay? The memory is, is a strange thing. It needs spurring to its duty. It needs to take thought that duty ought to be its delight. He calls on all that is within us to remember the Lord's benefits. Guys, we need to think for a moment all the good things God has done for us. Amen? Now, I do realize there's been some difficult times. There's been some tough times. But when we, when we keep account, when we do a scoreboard, I promise you the blessings outweigh the burdens. The good things outweigh the bad things, okay? And we need to think about all the good things God has done for us. Let us not forget how blessed we are. Guys, you need, a, uh, you need something to think about? God blessed you with life this morning. God blessed you with breath this morning. God blessed you with health this morning. You know what? It's amazing. While we're young, we take for granted good health. How many seniors in here um, um, uh, thank the Lord for good health? You thank the Lord for good health, huh? Sister Pepper, don't you thank the Lord that you woke up this morning and you're breathing good and you weren't congested and you were feeling good? That's a good thing, right? 
Sister Annalie, you thank the Lord for good health this morning. You woke up this morning. You were able to, to poke Bernie and say, wake up, old man, okay? You, you were feeling pretty good about yourself. Brother Bernie's like, leave me alone, okay? <laughs> but here's the deal. Guys, we need to thank the Lord. We need to think about all the good things that he does for us. We can't forget that. But our memory sometimes thinks about the wrong things and forgets the right things. Let's do like David said and not forget the good things he does for you. Guys, you're his child. You are his child. You have access to him that only children have access to. Look, guys, I'm your pastor and every one of you have access to me. But Hunter and Hayden Seneca have a special access to me. You know what? I have caller ID on my phone like you do, okay? And how many ever didn't take a call because of who called? Lie you fry. We've all done it before, okay? Okay, we've all done it before. Guys, I always take a call from Hunter and Hayden Seneca, okay? I always do, okay? Why? Because they're my children. I'm the father. They have special access to me. And guys, you as a child of God have special access to the Father as well. Let us not forget that. May we never forget the good things He does for you and me. Let's spur our minds to think about the good stuff the Lord has done. Let's think about the blessings the Lord has poured our way. Now he goes on to recount a few more of those blessings in verse number 3. He forgives all my sins. Say all. You know, I did an in-depth study of the word all, and you know what it means? All. Okay, I really didn't do that study, but you get it. It means all. Think about this for a moment, guys. At Calvary, Jesus paid the price for all of the sins that we would ever commit. All of the sins you have committed, all of the sins you will ever commit were bought and paid for at Calvary. He forgives all your sins. You know, the writer of this was King David. And David, we're reminded, was a man after God's own heart, right? But he was still a man who was acquainted with sin. He was still a man who had fallacies. He was still a man. In fact, let me give you a little bit about King David's resume. Adulterer. Murderer. Okay? Well, you don't want him to be your leader, do you? But, but he remembered the goodness of God. He was the one who wrote Psalm 51, which is just an amazing picture of repentance. You know, repentance is just not feeling sorry for something. It's turning and going the other way. It's changing your direction. It's realizing that God is worth changing your direction over. He forgives all of your sins. Guys, if that's the only benefit we had as Christians, that's enough. He forgave all of your sins. Your sins should have kept you out of heaven. Your sins should have kept you from having access to the Father. But because of Jesus who forgave all of our sins, we have reason to be blessed. We have reason to give thanks. We have reason to bless the Lord, oh my soul. He forgives all of our sins, all of our iniquities. Think about all the hideous things that you have done. He's forgiven them all, if you ask. 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to do what? Forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The key is you have to ask. You have to ask. But he forgives all our sins. And here's good. Here's, here's even better. He forgives and he forgets. I mean, let me pick on you wives for a second, Okay. Ladies, you're really good at forgiving, but how many men know our women never forget? 
Okay? Don't lift your hand. I don't want you to get in trouble. Okay? Just look at me. Give me that wink. Okay? Got that wink? Seth, look at me, not her. Okay? You don't want to get in trouble. Okay? Look, here's the deal. Thank you, ladies, for forgiving. But you could forget, too. Okay? Here's the amazing thing about God. He's God. He can't forget. Okay? See, when we forget, it's like, I, I like, like well, Fabian, you ever forgot something? Dude, I forget stuff all the time, okay? I can't remember what I did yesterday. It's why my boys always ask me permission, because I forget what I tell them, okay? So, so that's why they come to me, okay? But I forget stuff because my memory loses that thing. God's not like that. When it says he forgives and he forgets, he chooses to remember no more. There's significance to that. He chooses to hold our sins against us no more. Mario, aren't you glad? He forgives all of our sins. He forgets. He puts them as far as the east is from the west, Brandon. Isn't that good? He chooses to remember no more. So think about it, guys. That's one reason to bless, our, bless the Lord, O oh, our soul. Here's another one. He heals all my diseases. Say all. All. How many in here have been healed by God in some way or another? Lift your hand. Look at all these hands. Whether it was a headache whether it was a backache, whether it was cancer, God heals all our diseases. The same Jesus who paid the price for our spiritual healing paid the price for our physical healing as well. He heals all of our diseases. That's reason to bless the Lord. That's the original health care plan. Jesus heals all our diseases, okay? Don't need no copay. Don't need to make sure he's in the network. Don't need any of that stuff. There's no deductibles. It's just faith. He heals all our diseases. Amen? In light of that, if you need a healing right now, would you just slip your hand up? I believe the Lord wants to touch people right now. If you're watching via Facebook, if you need healing today, just slip your hand up. Lord, I just pray over every hand that's uplifted. I ask right now, Lord, that you would bring healing to people's bodies. I believe right now that you can heal that back, Lord God, that the doctors have tried their best with. Bring healing to that back. Bring healing to that leg. Bring healing to that sciatic nerve that has been so acting up in somebody's body. Lord, I pray right now against chronic headaches in Jesus' name. I pray against sinus headaches right now in Jesus' name. I pray against cancer right now in Jesus' name. I curse it. Lord, you heal all of our diseases. Now do it one more time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor, how can you stop and do that? Because the Bible says he heals all our diseases. All we have to do is give him opportunity. All we have to do is believe. See, we either believe what the Bible says or we don't. We either believe that God heals or we don't. We either believe that God saves or we don't. Guys, I choose to believe. There were times in my life where I lived a life of unbelief. That didn't work so well for me. How's it working for you? How about we choose to believe? How about we choose to walk by faith? How about we choose to bless the Lord because he heals all our diseases? Isn't that good? Amen. So not only does he heal, forgive all our sins and heal all our diseases, look what else he does. In light of verse 3, verse 4 says, he redeems me from death. You see, guys, the penalty for sins is death. The wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is eternal life. We deserve death. Our sins called for death. But God, through his son Jesus, redeemed us. He redeemed us. He paid the price for our sins. He redeems us from death. 
Spurgeon says this, By purchase and by power, the Lord redeems us from spiritual death unto which we had fallen and from the eternal death that would have been its consequence. If the death penalty of sin had not been removed, our forgiveness and healing would have been incomplete. But because of Jesus, the removal of the guilt and the power of sin reverses the death penalty that had been upon us. Glory to our great substitute, the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid the price for our sins. Amen? He redeemed us. He paid the price. He redeems us from death, and he doesn't just stop there. Verse 4 says, he crowns me with love and tender mercies. He crowns me. You know, every now and then my wife goes to the dentist and she goes, uh, I need another crown. I just said you're a princess. Okay? <laughs> Guys, these are crowns much more precious than any dentist could do. This is a crown that signifies who we are and whose we are. You know, guys, you and I are royalty. You and I are, 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 are righteous because of Jesus. You and I have been grafted into an amazing family of God. We just need to act like it. We need to act like it. You ever notice, um, my, my wife loves watching, um, watching the, the English royal family. Okay, I'm not so much into that, okay? Something happened back in the 1700s. I'm not a big fan of the Brits, okay? But, but, but she loves royalty. She loves watching the princes and the kings and the queens. How many like that? I, I bet you it's all ladies. Yeah, yeah I kind of figured that, okay? Guys are like, whatever, okay? I, I'm kind of like you, okay? You know, we had a revolution because of those cats, okay? But she likes watching that, okay? You ever notice that, that royalty carry themselves a little differently? You know, they dress up in funny-looking clothes, okay? And they just act a little differently. I, I think it's kind of pompous. I'm not into all that, okay? But, um, but, 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 but royalty carry themselves differently. Guys, I use that as an illustration. As Christians, we should carry ourselves differently. As royalty, as representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ, we should carry ourselves differently. We should act differently. We should certainly talk differently. Amen? God crowns us. God crowns us with righteousness. He crowns us with love and tender mercies. He says, that's my boy. That's my girl. That's my child. You are special. And then finally, verse number five. Man, this is going way too fast, but saints do kick off at 12. Verse number five. He fills my life with good things. He fills my life with good things. Again, guys, we forget all the good things the Lord has done for us. We forget about all the tender mercies. Aren't you glad his mercies are new every morning? Aren't you glad that his, his grace is amazing? Aren't you glad that, that he forgave you more than once? Aren't you glad we serve a God of second chances? Guys, I don't know about you, but I don't know what chance I'm on, but it's more than a second chance, okay? Even Miss Sarah, who's more spiritual than me, is more on her more than second chance, okay? Guys, God is so good. He fills our life with good things. The blessings that we have today are all because of the goodness of God. It's not because of your goodness, because of his goodness. Amen? He fills your life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. That's a picture right there of, of every year an eagle motes his feathers and, and he gets new feathers. So, so, so those old worn-looking feathers, those old things that, that get a little dirty, and, and, and it's all new. 
Guys, I submit to you that as Christians, God makes all things new. Amen? Aren't you glad that in Christ, Fabian, all things are new? Britt, aren't you glad that all things are new? Aren't you glad that you're not the same person you used to be? You know, guys, you're not, you might not be where you want to be, but aren't you glad you're not where you used to be? It's all about a process. It's all about the journey, okay? And God has some amazing plans for us. And in light of all his plans, in light of all his blessings, we should bless the Lord, oh my soul. With all that is within me, we need to bless his holy name.